Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. A podcast for kids, by kids. Hi, welcome to episode two of season four of Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. I'm Molly. And I'm Bridge. We hope you enjoy today's episode. It's a little heavy. A lot heavy. Yeah, a lot heavy. Because we're talking about the... Mystic Massacre, and anything with the word massacre in it you know is not going to be a happy pick-me-up story. And it involves the native people of this land, and we all know how that went, but it's an important part of the history of this area, and we feel it's so important to share these stories. So let's give a little prehistory of our event. In 1633, 80% of the Pequot Nation's people have been wiped out by a smallpox epidemic. At first, smallpox was unleashed on the native populations by English settlers who brought it with them, and the native people had no immunity to it, so it would wipe out whole villages. Later, the white settlers would use smallpox as a weapon, giving Native Americans blankets covered in the infection, hoping to kill them and take their land. So this epidemic killed 80% of the Pequot Nation. The Pequot's land was in the area that is now Connecticut. There were 15 to 25 villages spread across the area that originally made up of 50 to 400 people. Now, imagine after the epidemic, 80% of 8,000 of the people gone, that only about 2,000 left. That would be devastating to any community. It is terrifying to think about. That's where this starts. Now that there's a lot of other things going on politically, trade-wise, etc., with the Pequot and other tribes and new settlers, little skirmishes here and there. Then in 1636, the English attacked, and a series of battles that became known as the Pequot War continued for two years. So the Pequots weren't only in war with the English. The different native tribes also made alliances with each other and the English. After the English attack, the Pequot would raid various Connecticut towns. They had allied with several tribes, but the Narragansetts and Mohegans had aligned with the British. Then early in the morning of May 26, 1637, English forces, along with their allies, the Mohegan and Narragansett tribes, surround one of the two main fortified Pequot villages at Mystic. There are about 20 soldiers who managed to break through the Pequot fortifications, and they were so quickly and they were quickly overwhelmed by the Pequot inside. The soldiers quickly began to set things on fire in an effort to create chaos to escape. The blaze quickly became out of control, trapping the majority of Pequots inside, and those who managed to escape were killed by the soldiers, Narragansett, and Mohegan soldiers waiting outside of the gates. Of the 500 Pequot inside the fort at the time of the attack, seven were taken prisoner, and another seven escaped into the woods. That means only 14 of 500 people survived. Yes, and it was so terrible that the Narragansett and Mohegan warriors were horrified by the way the English fought that they attempted to leave and abandon the allyship. But on the way home, they were cut off by the Pequots from the other village. They were ultimately rescued by the colonists and were forced to carry the wounded English, freeing up more British soldiers to fight. The war finally ended in 1638. There were only about 1,500 surviving Pequots at that point, and the majority were divided as slaves among the English, Narragansett, and Mohegans. The Pequot and their descendants were gradually assimilated into these cultures over the next 300 years. 
Today, there are reports you can still hear the screams of Pequot people in the area where the Mystic Village once stood. That is a horrible story, but like we said, it's important to remember what happened to the native people of this land. It was theirs first, they had a rich, vibrant culture and community, and it was almost erased from history forever. But that is where the Mashantucket Pequot Museum comes in. It's this amazing museum that celebrates and shares the Pequot history and culture. There's a ton of interactive exhibits and is a w great way to explore the area's history. You can see what life is li was like for the Pequots before the war, how the reservations changed their way of life, and how descendants are keeping the Pequot nation alive. My favorite part of the museum is the village with all the points of learning. Right now the museum is only open on Wednesdays. I think that's co a COVID thing because I remember going on other days. But if you're in the area, go check it out. Well, that wraps up this episode. Anything else, Molly? Just one thing. Check out our shop at, on our website at www.lfhne.com. We have new merchandise in there with some fun t-shirts and hats and things. Cool. See you next week. And remember, history is fun and sometimes a little spooky. Assimilate was one of my spelling words. Okay, nobody cares about your spelling words. I do. Right now, the me's Bernie, stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Hydration is not important. How thirsty It stopped. <laughs> Cat feeding time. Should I redo that?